0: Have you ever seen a business's marketing team avoid innovation and stay with what they know only to see their competition heavily invest in innovative strategies and pull ahead of them in Google and in revenue? If you've been on one of those teams as I have, sometimes it's because the budget was not allocated and the business just stayed the course on how they had been marketing just like they always did. And sometimes it's another reason. Welcome to the EMJ SEO Podcast, where it's all about you learning SEO so that you can rank in Google. Hey, it's Matt Hepburn. I'm an SEO professional with 13 years of experience working as a consultant, working in large and small agency. And for the past seven years, I've been working in the enterprise sector for some of the biggest brands out there. I provide SEO tips for beginners, and I tell you straight out what's going to work and what's not going to. This episode is brought to you by Interview Bookers, the podcast booking agency that provides link building through podcast episode show note links. If you're looking to support Google's EEAT framework for your SEO, you can build links as an expert, educating from your experience on podcast guest interviews. Let your links to your website stand out from the crowd visit us at interviewbookers.com. Today, my guest is Scott Carley, and he is called the Energizer. Scott helps businesses who are having trouble innovating get to the core reasons why they're having these issues while helping them make short and long-term goals on how to move forward into innovative strategies to grow their businesses by embracing change. How do you get businesses who are overwhelmed working within their business to work on their business so their
1: business can change? Innovation and power are my two naturally gifted superpowers, but innovation is is really important. Here's something I've discovered. If you're not innovative, you're archaic. The world is in constant change. And if you are not- Yes. Being innovative in the way you approach people, the way you serve people, the way you conduct your business, and, and the way you market it. If you're not innovative, then you're becoming archaic. And innovation is not being up with the times. It's being ahead of the curve. That, that That's a pretty big deal. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of big companies, Radio Shack, Blockbuster, um, a lot of other companies went out of business because they lost their innovation. And some people just don't have innovation as a natural gift. And if they don't have it, they are not naturally coming up with new ideas, which means get Mm -hmm. somebody on staff, somebody in your leadership team that is innovative so that they can be they can that can sprinkle that salt of innovation into everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because there are other people who have the exact opposite gift, and that is that it's being steady, you know, unmovable. You know, if it's not broke, let's don't fix it. And that's a right. recipe for disaster.
0: How do you get business leaders out of a funk so that your
1: team is more agile and willing to move towards innovation? fairly common that people come to me when they're stalled or they're in a funk or they're overwhelmed and, and they're either too close to it that they can't see the answer or it, it just eludes them. And so I, I just really ask a lot of questions and among the things that we do is to start off with what is working and then ask the question, what's keeping you? What, what are the top two things that are keeping you from fulfilling your dream? And when we dig down into that, then that begins to help give them some of the answers they need to get out of their funk and get back on track and, and yeah. keep moving. One of the things that I talk about in particular is let's clarify your vision. Where are you going? You know, at, at the end of the, this year or in the next three years, you know, what what does success look like? And, and, and I make them tell me what the success look like. I want to, I want to make more money. Okay. Well, how much more money? What is more money? What does that mean? Put a, put a number down. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's put a number down because in, until you have the number, you don't know if you've hit it. And if you don't know if you've hit it, you can't right. say I've arrived. You know, people tell me I want to be a million dollar producer. Ah, oh, that's a target we can hit. But if I, I want to make more money, I can't hit that target. So that's one thing. And then, right, one of the things that I ask all the time: Tell me about your income-producing activities. What are you doing that makes you money? Okay. Well, I, I do this. Does that make you money? Well, not really. Does this make you money? No, not really. Well, what do you do? And when you do that, shishing, you make money. And and I. I help them to clarify that. And when they clarify that, all of a sudden the lights kind of come on. Well, this is, you know, I've just been doing busy work. I need to focus on income producing activities, things that directly lead to us making more money. And then I I leave this question with them. And it's one that I ask myself all through the day, all the time. I say, what is the most productive thing I can be doing right now? Cause there's dozens yeah. of things that my attention, but many of them are not productive at all. So that's, that's that piece of dynamite. Those few things usually get people out of a funk temporarily.
0: So the competition is wiping out the business. How do you get the business to take notice and take action?
1: Yeah. You know, i, I found that um sitting down with the, uh, with somebody and, and, just trying to talk to them, you know, how's business? Doesn't work very well, um, and so I developed um, an 18 question assessment that you know covers six different areas of a person's business. Everything from, you know, what's your five year plan? Uh, what's your motivation? Uh, you know, what is what are your natural skill sets and some other things. And in that short 18 questions that covers six different areas, it gives them a really good feel for where their business is strong and where the gaps are. And that provides us a way to have a discussion of looking at where they're strong. Oh, you're doing good here. You're you're doing good there. Uh, You know, you, you have some priority management. Good. Or where you're struggling. What's not working for you. Right. And what's cool about that is they take the assessment. They're the ones that made that decision, not me. And so it's, it's them seeing for themselves where they're at. And that, that gives us a way to say, okay, here's what you're at. What do you want to do about it? And from there, you know, I, I open up some opportunities for, you know, come to my breakthrough retreat weekend. Uh, get into my MBA master's program, whatever it is, to help them get from, to fill that gap, whatever that gap is, to fill that gap so they can get on track. And and most people are pretty responsive to that.
0: Yeah, I can, I can see that if they are not truly honest with themselves about what's going on with that, that that assessment might be skewed a little bit. Of course,
1: of course. And I can't yeah. help somebody... Who is not at the place where they're willing to be honest with themselves. I, I can, you know, we can lay them out there. Are you making the kind of money you want to make? Are you paying the bills? Are you ahead of schedule? Are you living your dream? Would you like to be? And, and yeah, uh, I've been told that my demeanor when I have those conversations causes people to open up. And talk to me about where their real issues are. And I then I can I can help. But I can't help if if we come in and there's this big barrier and they they don't That's want to right. be honest with themselves or with me.
0: Have you ever had a person on your team that was so negative that the productivity of the whole team suffered? And maybe you felt that was kind of aimed your way. And was that possibly a person who was within leadership of the
1: business? If I can do a uh, a half day or a full day a retreat program with them. Uh let me for instance, this group that was in in New Orleans, when uh, when the CEO called me said, Scott, here's the deal. I got some people in my team and they're just biting at each other and nipping in each other's heels right. and they argue about stuff. And you know, we we get a lot of stuff done, but I've I've just got this this uh it's terrible. He said, I am i don't like it at all. Is there anything you can do to help? And I said, yep. And we brought in and did that half day, uh, how you fascinate personality profile. And what it did was it, it uncovers, it unveils the natural gifts that people have that turn into their, their business superpowers. Mine is innovation, power, Another one might be mystique, which is the language of listening. Another might be passion, which is the language of relationships. Um, another one is alert, attention to detail. Another one is prestige, raising the high bar of excellence. Well, here's the deal: that when people, when people figure out what their superpowers are, and in in a positive way, that that is uncovered inside the group. All of a sudden. Uh, how a person feels about themselves goes way up and how they feel about what they bring to the table goes way up. And that's what happened there. There were some people mystique is, is called the language of listening. And usually these people hold their cards close to their chest. They don't say much, right? When they do talk, wow. Well, some of these people came out of the woodworks and opened up and it, I mean, it just energized the whole place. And so a lot of the issues that they were having just kind of melted away. And now, uh, it's great. I love doing that because it's like dropping an energizer bomb in the room and it it brings about some really great results that that's that
0: is that is really awesome. So I'm going to tie into that. So, how does uh you know an, an executive or a leader become really decisive of, of making good decisions once they go through this training? Uh, I, apparently, you know, we're, we're identifying some of their superpowers. How do we make them use that long term versus just you know it, they've identified it now and and uh, they go back to how they were prior to th- this conference?
1: When people have Clarity about their destination and where they're going. And they're they're just clear about one of the things that we talked about with this company was clarifying some of their core values. And as a company, things that they wanted to do and other things they didn't want to do and the style of the the projects. It was commercial construction. And so Mm -hmm. when they got clear about that and then – how people uh, contributed to that, how they were a a part of that, then all of a sudden it, it is a lot easier to make decisions. Clarity comes in. Well, I don't need to focus on this anymore. This is where we're going. I need to focus on that. And I'm a big believer that when you are clear about where you're going, you clarify your destination, then it's easy to follow the roadmaps and it's easier to avoid the the distractions and the exits that take you down a rabbit trail.
0: Yep. In this section,
1: Scott goes over what he does to help people innovate within their business. When you're clear about what you're saying yes to, no is easy to say. But if you're not clear about what you're saying yes to, almost anything can distract you. This episode is brought to you by Interview Booker's a
0: podcast booking agency that provides SEO benefits with each and every podcast guest interview. Are you ready to boost your keyword rankings in local search while being seen as an expert? This is all possible when you appear as a guest on podcasts where the audience matches to your message. If you're ready to take your link building to the next level, then visit us at interviewbookers.com. Understanding a catalyst within business helps you understand how you can help people change. In this section Scott goes into how a catalyst can help people innovate.
1: Well there are a couple of things. One I highly recommend that every year a company has a retreat and just takes their leadership team and goes somewhere offsite and and just has a retreat so that they can come up with some new ideas. My mother used to say necessity is the mother of invention and that's Mm -hmm. really true and unfortunately there are some companies that that wait until they don't have a choice and then they have to do something different uh and it becomes a necessity and that's when you do it that way your back is against the wall you don't have any choice but when you when you can have a, a planning retreat once a year or just regularly come up with some new ideas. Now, let me, let me, let me stop and say this, uh, a flow of new creative ideas all the time creates anarchy and we are not looking for anarchy, mm-hmm. but we're looking for a balance. And, you know, just like, I, um, you know, I'm no cook, but I was single for a while. And I had to learn how to cook. And you know when you when you make a, a you know box of brownies, um, you know you you buy the box at your grocery store and you come in and you mix it all. It's not it's not a cup of sugar, a cup of chocolate, a cup of eggs, a cup of pecans, a cup of something else. It's uh, different levels of measurement of all the ingredients, and sometimes you don't need, but just you know, a tablespoon of innovation into a company. You don't have to add cups and buckets and gallons. You you may not need a whole lot, but you definitely need it. And without it, it's not going to taste right. Does that make sense?
0: It, it does, because um sometimes I think it might just be, it's not saying we have to have a completely new type of line of products or services. It could be, what is the perspective, a new perspective of how we can treat our products or services now? For instance, uh, a software company could be, uh, instead of it being a piece of software that is on somebody's computer, it's now become a SaaS um, model, where instead of them buying the the piece of software once, now uh, it is delivered through the cloud and it's a monthly membership. And they the they are yes. end up getting all the benefits by that membership of any updates that happens to that software or new you know whatever it might be. It's just, that just could be just one way that we can look at how can we innovate our products and also at the same time innovate our revenue
1: that we're getting in at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's a matter of of sort of asking the customer and listening to the customer. Yeah. So our our local lot of a lot of them, but our local grocery store chain around here, when COVID hit, how are people going to get groceries? And so they they turned mm-hmm. this thing into where you order online. Here's an app, order online, walk the aisles of our grocery store, order online, we'll put it all together and then we'll meet you outside. You know, come over here and park and here's a number you park at and 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 we'll come and put the stuff in the back of your car and send you off there's no physical contact at all and when i when i first heard that i thought oh really seriously so many lazy people could just go to the grocery store but it wasn't that way at all there was a whole generation that said no this is the way we're going to shop now and and sometimes we have to remember that innovation is not like we're thinking, it's like our customer base is thinking. What are they thinking? What do they want? And sometimes I can't get in their yeah. head, so I have to bring innovative people around me who can get in their head. Yeah, anyway. and, and so,
0: so questioning, you know, a lot of questionnaires and different things that you could do for your customer base to get information as to what their pain points are. And so you can change your product that, helps more towards those pain points. And now you're innovating towards what the customer really wants versus what you think the customer wants. You're getting that feedback. Yeah. So, love it. In this section, we learned how Scott helps energize teams for the long haul.
1: So I'm, I'm a big believer in a, in a couple of things. Uh, one is, you know, starting off with some initial uh, presentation, whether that is, a you know, a one day, half day, two day, um, on-site or off-site retreat for the leadership team of a, of a company. Uh, I just did this. Went down to uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, and did a half-day presentation for a construction company. Uh, their leadership team. They had about, I think, twelve people there, and uh, it was energizing. We we did the how you fascinate personality profile. Uncovered their superpowers. Showed them how to interact with each other and and you know, do the processing of of what they do as a construction company. So that that was a good one day, but it got started. Well, then what do we do later? Well, then we can once a quarter come back and once a quarter do another half day presentation on something else, or add to what we've already done, and then in between that there may be virtual sessions that come up um so that's a that's a great way where you just bring somebody in once a quarter not for a full day necessarily maybe but for a half day to pull people back together and and take it address another topic or take it up a level so that's that's for a a, a team for individuals like an entrepreneur the you know, CEO or key leader, that I have a, a one-year MBA mastery program, and the MBA stands for Masters of Big Achievement. And it's a group coaching container where people come in virtually every Monday for 90 minutes. And in that, they get accountability, they get group support, they get a, a a topic that relates to pushing big achievements across the finish line, because that's what I'm all about. That's what I do, and it also gives them a way to process issues. Hey, Scott, I got an issue. Now I just don't know what to do with it. Okay, well let's let's take the group. Let's process your issue, and let's let's help in group dynamic come up with an answer to that. Now everything that happens in that mastery program is confidential. What happens in the room stays in the room, and it gives people a way to open up and develop high levels of trust. And now it's ongoing. Now I I am a part of a group. I have an I have an inner circle. I have people that I can get on the phone and bounce off ideas. That's long term. That creates incredible um, business health uh, with individuals and companies. Here's
0: Scott on how he put his program together to help businesses with innovation and to be the agents of change.
1: I've been coaching and training and doing workshops, helping entrepreneurs. And most of those workshops were, um, you know, a couple of hours long. I do a morning workshop. Uh, sometimes I would do mm-hmm. a two hour workshop consecutively for eight weeks. And we would string it out over eight weeks to, you know, help a team. And it was uh, it was good, but it, it just wasn't punching through like I, I needed it to. And uh, sometimes we'd lose momentum in in the middle of that. Things would come up and distractions. I was really frustrated with that. Uh, I knew that I had great stuff, but my delivery, the the way the model I was using, wasn't making it happen. And so I I heard a speaker and. Uh, she came in and said she has a model where she does a a three-day breakthrough retreat and it was a game changer for her. She learned it from somebody else. And so she does these three-day breakthrough retreats and in that, we drill down. So I'm a big believer that you can go through a workshop and have an aha moment. Oh, aha, man, that makes sense. But an aha moment is not a breakthrough. A breakthrough requires digging deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and getting pretty intense, challenging some things that you've done or believed. And that can't happen in two hours. That takes a three day retreat. Yeah, And, and so I registered and I went, and I won't say I was skeptical because I wouldn't have gone if I was skeptical, but I needed to see how it worked. And in that three-day retreat, for me personally, I had four or five, maybe six major breakthroughs in in the way, in my concepts and the way I was thinking about a business and helping entrepreneurs. And it made me realize I needed to do the same thing. And so I created a, a three-day breakthrough retreat that is different than the one I went to. And the one I created is for entrepreneurs. It is for people, whether they're in corporate, an executive, whoever, or an entrepreneur. It is for people who have this big, scary, audacious dream, and they need to push it across the finish line. And so I built a three-day retreat for that to help them get started, figure out what it is, deal with their mindset, put on paper what this big, scary, audacious dream is, And that was, that was the thing that was a big game changer for me. That three day retreat model was huge. And then when it was over, I mean, I came out of there on fire and just, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling great, but I recognized that I needed continual help to, to pull that across because the big scary audacious dream that I had wasn't a, wasn't a six month project. It was going to take me a couple of years to pull this thing off and so i joined right. the one-year mastery program that she put together and so i put together a one-year mastery program so people go through a retreat and then they get into the program and that that was that has been the biggest game changer that i've had in several years
0: interested in working with scott then this next section will tell you exactly how you can contact Scott to take advantage of a free 45 minute call with him.
1: Yeah. So um, right off the bat, I mean, if you, if if somebody wants to have a conversation with me, they can book a call by just going to call the energizer.com, call the energizer.com and you can book a call with me and, and, you know, 45 minute free call. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what you're struggling with, and then, you know, I'll, I'll see how we can help you, what, how we can work together. And but the way I work with people um, is through the three-day retreat, that assessment, then a three-day retreat, and my uh, one-year mastery program. My website is scottcarley.com. And if you go to my website, you're going to find some tabs about me being a keynote speaker, um, a breakthrough retreat, Uh, discovering your superpowers um, and, and then long-term coaching, my MBA program Uh, go there. And as you find information, you can register for a call. Everything I do starts with a call first, because I want to get to know you. I want you to get to know me and ask me questions. And I want to find out exactly how I can best help you. That's, you know, go, go check out my website. Uh, Look it over and yeah. you may find all you need in that. Uh, or you may want to have a call with me. Are you ready to break
0: through and accelerate how you learn SEO? Then please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice or join our email list at emjpodcast.com so we can keep you up to date. This is the EMJ SEO podcast with Matt Hepburn, and we'll see you next time.